0: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down. Yeah,
1: Digitex does that.
0: D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 134 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now where guests receive guest certificates to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table, Edmonton South Downtown, Northside Sherwood Park, and now open at West Edmonton Mall. Oilers and the Blackhawks, it's a 6.30 puck drop, 5 o'clock, City Ford Face-Off show with Jack Michaels, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, and myself. Pleased to be joined on the line on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, by St. Albert product and longtime Blackhawks analyst, former Chicago player, and once part of one of the greatest bands ever out of Chicago. And we're not talking about Chicago and we're not talking about Survivor. We welcome back to the show, Troy Murray. Troy, how are you? How are you? How's everything? I'm, I'm doing all right. How are you doing, man? I'm good. I just I just got off the bike, so I'm I'm a little bit winded. But timing
1: was perfect. Hey, you got to say hello to Brownie when you when you when you talk to Brownie today. Tell him I
0: said hello. Well, he I, I think he's listening right now, and and I can tell you right now, our listeners know this, that the likelihood of Brownie or me getting off the bike probably isn't going to happen, because <laughs> <laughs> that would require unless us getting on the bike in the first those, place.
1: Hey, unless it's one of those pedaling things that you guys were riding around in Nashville
0: yeah uh but by the way did you uh did you end up doing anything with peloton as far as what well we had a little bit of a peloton window here for about four or five months on orders now, so that's why I was asking uh, that, they're pretty cool uh, my, my, little machines
1: my, my my uh daughter actually bought me the peloton shoes for Christmas because they have it down at the United center and a workout room for us for the uh for the staff at the united center so I've actually been going down there uh, on a lot of the games days and, and getting in my rides with that.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And, you know, it speaks it's to hard. something about the Chicago Blackhawks organization. They are first yeah, class, they, aren't they, Troy?
1: You know what? They they are. Um, it's unbelievable. They have a full meal for lunch for, uh, for all the staff at the United Center, which includes the Bulls, the United Center staff, the Blackhawks staff. Everybody is welcome to go down there and eat they have a great workout facility they have classes that are run by people for anybody uh, who's an employee It's pretty incredible what they do and, and you'd be dumb not to take advantage of what they uh, what they're giving us
0: and it wasn't always like that was it uh prior to maybe <laughs> rocky words taking things over
1: no they're they're uh, they're doing things differently now and, and you know, I'm, I'm certainly will not be disrespectful to uh, the Wirtz family. I was here actually uh, in the early 80s when Arthur Wirtz was uh, still alive and in charge of the team, and then with Bill, who was so good to me over the years. But uh, when Rocky has come in, he hired John McDonough. And they have just done everything at first class level. It's, it's been incredible what they've done here. And, you know, the results on the ice until recently have kind of shown what the organization did to, to believe in the players, to believe in the, the Blackhawks organization, what they've done here in a short term relative to uh, how long they've been in the league to change things around and have everybody have a different perspective of the Blackhawks.
0: Troy, I would tell you this right now, and I've said it on the show before, you know, I work for the Orders Entertainment Group. The one organization I think we can learn the most from is Chicago. I just think of, you know, how they treat their fans and enhance the fan experience at games. Now, there's certain advantages. Uh, The Orders have a great anthemist, but nobody's got a better anthemist than the guy in Chicago. So the in-game experience is off the charts. They they spoil the fans with bobbleheads. Literally every time we come to town, they're doing something, and then they spoil the media, which is never a bad thing. Because (laughs) and then they've had a good, stylish team.
1: Yeah, you know what? It's been really it's been a great run here. And the one thing that you know, John McDonough, coming from the Cubs in baseball, we have a lot of games um, compared to hockey. He honestly believes that you know whenever you come to the game as a fan you should leave with some kind of uh unique experience and whether it's the giveaways which they give a ton of stuff away it's always nice to walk out of a hockey game when you've got a bobblehead or a hat or a, a toque or you know scarf whatever it is um you know the sponsors are all on board it's great for everybody but the fan experience is something that they they really strongly believe in and they want not only the entertainment and the product on the ice to be good, but they want that in, in-house in experience to be something that a first-time fan will never forget.
0: All right. Tell us about the team. Is this a team that can get in the playoffs?
1: <sighs> well,
0: 13-3, <laughs>
1: and 14-2, you know, somewhere in that area. Uh, mathematically, they're not out of it. They're on a three-game winning streak, as the Oilers are. It's a huge game for them tonight. And... The old adage goes, and it's just—it's the fact of the matter right now, is they have to play one game at a time. If they win tonight, they play Detroit, they win tomorrow, they're getting closer to a playoff spot. Yeah, you never know what can happen, uh, but you know, as it stands right now, they would have to go on a run that they really haven't seen this season, and you'd have to be one of the best, if not the best record uh, in the NHL from here to the end of the season to get yourself into the playoffs so it looks daunting but game by game you have to have faith you have to have hope and you move forward with a, with a real positive attitude and, and that's been led by the guys inside the room who have won Stanley Cups before Taze and Kane and Keith have been great as of late they're really giving that mentorship to the younger players in the right manner these are meaningful games and they want them to. they want the young kids to approach the, the games that way so it's a learning experience there's a lot of things in progress right now but hope is still there
0: it's an interesting team because last year you had such dylan strom was unbelievable coming over from arizona strom and to brinkett reunited from their days playing for chris nablock and erie they've been a little quiet offensively this year but dominic kubalik has stepped up
1: he's been you know if you look at what happened last year bob jonathan chase had a career year patrick kane had a career year DeBrinckit had 41 goals, Dylan Strom almost a point a game in the 50-plus games that he came over and and, uh, joined the Blackhawks from Arizona. Expectations going into this season, you know, was Taves going to get another career? You're probably not. Kane is the one constant there. Well, he's going to be up there with points, uh, just the way that he plays and how good he is. Did you factor in 20, or 41 goals for Alex Debrinkett? Probably not. Higher than where he is right now, probably in the around 30s, you know, low 30s type of thing. He had 28 his rookie season. But nobody, nobody penciled in 29 goals for Dominic Kubelik coming into it. There was a, a couple open spots for the Blackhawks coming into training camp. There was a few guys that were Sorella, who is now down in, in Florida, a guy named Anton Bedin. Uh, came in here and, and Kubalik, three guys that were looking to, you know, find some separation within that little group to see who could stay at the NHL level. Kubalik has been a real pleasant surprise. I mean, the kid is legit. He shoots the puck extremely well, maybe the best shot on the team. Um, he has that willingness to crash the front of the net where you see a lot of players... Who don't have results in the NHL and their goal scores because they don't have that willingness. He will go to the front of the net. He's been a real pleasant surprise. He's been a nice fit along with Jonathan Taves. And uh, You know, for him to have 29 goals at this point of the season and only a couple of those uh, on the power play has been really incredible and very impressive for him.
0: Troy Murray joining us in Oilers now. now, longtime Chicago Blackhawk player, now broadcaster. They made a move in the offseason, they traded away. A guy in Artemisimov who, I don't know if he insulated some others, but he's a decent player. He's got 90 goals in the last five seasons. like He's averaging 18 goals per year. Uh, They got Zach Smith back from him, and they brought Shaw in, and those guys both got hurt. Obviously, they were looking for a little bit of grit, but was that a subtle little move that maybe didn't work?
1: hindsight you know you would look at some of the numbers and say well you know anisimov was a pretty decent fit and that goes back to uh, his first year when uh, panarin was here as a rookie Uh, he was playing in between him and patrick kane it was a real nice fit um i i think that and you know this is without having first-hand knowledge and i'm not in the decision-making room um, but they looked at anisimov and how much he was costing the team to where he was fitting into the equation Um, And and they felt that they could get a little bit of cap space in in moving that uh, asset to Anisimov to pick up Zach Smith. They did want to add some more grit, uh, heaviness to the lineup, and that's why they brought in Zach Smith uh, and Andrew Shaw. Unfortunately, for probably both of those players, it hasn't worked out to the, the extent that you would hope it had. Um, uh, both of those guys actually have been shut down recently here for the rest of the season. Andrew Shaw with a concussion, and uh, Zach Smith is going to have back surgery here in the next day or two. So unfortunate for those guys in, in, the, in the summer last year. Uh, I like the moves because I thought that this team needed to get a little bit heavier, a little bit grittier. Uh, unfortunately for those two guys in those two roles, it hasn't worked out.
0: Kirby Dock from Fort Saskatchewan. Love the kid. Love um, the i think he's going to be better than jack hughes myself but uh, you get to watch him every night what do you see
1: well he just turned 19 about a month ago he's, he's a young kid in, in a man's body six foot uh, three six foot four two hundred pounds he's going to play at 215 you know he's going to have to fill out a little bit uh, but you see some flashes from him that you're going wow this kid is going to be really good and you know you look at a 19-year-old player playing in the position that he is, a center ice. He's played a little bit of wing this year. Um, it's a tough fit and a big ask for a, a young kid, but, boy, he's got a lot of skill. He's got, great, uh, he's got great vision on the ice. He's got that big body. He made a move the other night that just brought everybody out of their seats. Uh, he has that ability, I think, to be the guy that the Blackhawks are looking for, to build around in the future, but still at 19 years of age, he's got some growing to, go, to do.
0: Troy, Adam Boquist is up right now, and he went two picks before Evan Bouchard in the 2018 draft. Uh, those two played together last year in London. And Boquist scored like 10 goals in 11 playoff games as a defenseman. He's an intriguing player, isn't he?
1: He is that. <laughs> he's, You know, he's he's the opposite end of what Kirby Doc brings as far as the size. He's not a physical uh, imposing player by any stretch of the imagination, but he's got great vision. Uh, he's been playing along with Duncan Keith for a majority of this season. So that's been a nice mentorship uh, for Boquist to lean on Duncan Keith. And if you're playing with Duncan Keith, you're playing big minutes. Uh, he's had some games this season that you're kind of going, Well, wow, he's, you know, he's only 19. He's not that strong physically. He gets overwhelmed a, a little bit at times, but that's. Kind of the give and take when you're playing a young player in the lineup in such an important position here. And there's there's no easy nights for him if he's playing with Duncan Keith. And it'll be interesting tonight to see how Jeremy Collison mixes and matches his defense pairing to try and figure out who you want to shut down tonight. Is it Duncan Keith against Connor McDavid? Is it Duncan Keith? Against uh, uh Whichever way you look at it, Adam Volquist is going to be asked uh, uh, to do a lot defensively. But again, the upside of Volquist is great. You can see that he has NHL skills, high elite NHL skills. But at just 19 years of age, you're seeing a lot of ups and downs in his consistency. That as you move forward and he gets a little bit older, he'll eliminate those and he's going to be a dominant player.
0: All right, we tease the listeners. Uh, Educate us on being a part of the greatest Chicago band of all time, with all due respect to (laughs) Chicago and Survivor.
1: Uh, Well, back in the day, I I got involved in a band called the Chicago Six. And if there's any football fans going back to the 80s, you would remember on the Bears, the 85 uh, um, Super Bowl team, Uh, They had a guy named Dan Hampton, who's just a monster of a human being, Walter Payton, who may be one of the best running backs in the history of the game, and a guy named Dave Dewarson, a solid Bears player back in those days. Kurt Fraser, Gary Nyland, and myself got together in a a band. Uh, We played a concert in front of 10,000 people. I played the saxophone, which... I really had no idea how to play it uh, but i figured it out because i i this is, this is a true story i played piano as a kid and i just not that i hated it but i wanted to play road hockey but i had to do some practicing before i could go out there so i you know got that as quick as possible done i dropped playing piano after several years but when you get into pro hockey there's a lot of free time you go to morning skate or a practice uh on a day off and you know you go home and you don't have anything else to do um So I actually went into a music store here in Chicago, and I was gonna buy an electronic keyboard uh, just to mess around with in the house, and I came out with a saxophone. (laughs) I don't know why, but, but that's what I did. It looked like it was a cool instrument, um, and I messed around with it. I learned how to play it a little bit. And then uh, I was asked to get involved with this band. So I, I picked up a professional tutor and we worked on all our songs that were on our song list. And I uh, got to know those pretty well. But we had a great couple of years. Walter Payton w- was just a hilarious. And if you can just picture in your head, three football players, three hockey players sitting in a warehouse Jamming, trying to figure out how to play these instruments so we can go in front of a, a crowd of 10,000 people. We were completely out of our element, but it was the funnest experience ever.
0: Well, that's, uh, that's an awesome story. Now, was any of the guys singers, or was it all in- instrumental?
1: Well, everybody sang, except me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we, all, we all did an
1: audition to sing a song, and when they heard me, they were going, no, you're not going to sing. <laughs> so everybody else sang. Uh, Dan Hampton is a very, very uh, good musician. He's a great singer. And actually, uh, he put the band back together here in Chicago not too many years ago. And uh, they play at some outdoor festivals and stuff. I, I declined because I just didn't want to get back into it again. Um but he's a very good musician Walter Peyton was an excellent drummer uh, Dave Dorson played uh, trumpet so we were the brass section uh, it, it was it was a lot of fun but it, and, and we did some nightclubs we did some uh, there's a big uh, festival here uh, in the summer uh, that we we played at uh, outdoors we did some bars um, uh, lake cruises and stuff like that uh, awesome we did story. A, we did a lot and the one thing that was really cool is Tina Turner was playing at one of the venues here, and we were all there to watch it. Um, and through agents and through whatever, uh, Tina Turner had us come up on stage and join her for a couple songs. Um, <laughs> so, so that was pretty cool.
0: That's awesome. Obviously, uh, Walter and Dave Durson are no longer with us, but uh, great story. Troy, we'll see you at the arena tonight, okay?
1: Bob, thanks for having me on. I always appreciate it.
0: You bet. That is Troy Murray, class act from St. Albert, uh, longtime NHL career with the Chicago Blackhawks. Great two ways.
1: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member
0: FDSE. Center, and he's been an analyst on the Hawks Radio broadcast for several years now. We'll take a quick timeout. This is orders Now subscribe
1: to the Oilers Now podcast available on Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts Oilers
0: Now with Bob Stopper on 630 Chat 153 in Edmonton Royal Pizza pizza past and so much more Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years for the menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the app store Stoffer recommendation at Royal Pizza, Mediterranean Chicken. Mike Smith against Corey Crawford, the goaltending matchup tonight. James Neal up in the first line with Connor McDavid, Tatarinas, Andreas Athanasiu will play with Jajar Kerr at center, and Alex Chason. Obviously, the order is going to keep the red hot trio. That is Leon Settle, Ryan Nugent, Hopkins, and Carter Yamamoto. Archibald and Cassian flanking. Riley Sheehan. Oscar Clefbaum skating today, but he will not play. To this day in Orders history brought to you by New West Travel. Join 630 Cheds Jalen and I on a spectacular tour of Iceland and Ireland this summer that includes daily meals, sightseeing, and spectacular events. For more information, call New West Travel or go online at newesttravel.com
1: Back in 1983, Bob Yari Curry scored his fifth career hat trick to give him 100 career NHL goals. And Wayne Gretzky couldn't stay off the score sheet. He had two goals, three assists. The Oilers won 6-3 on the road in Toronto.
0: Brandon, back in 1980, Wayne Gretzky climbed into a tie for the scoring race in his rookie season in the NHL with a six-point performance in Toronto. And it overshadowed Don Ashby having three goals and six points in the same game. So Gretzky got first star. Ashby got second star. This Day in Order's History brought to you by New West Travel. Again, for information on trips to Austria, Iceland, Ireland, and South Africa, reach out to New West Travel at newesttravel.com Coming up tonight, 6.30, Chad, 5 p.m. Faceoff show, 6.30, puck drop. Jack Michaels, Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, and myself. Tomorrow, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for our friends at the River Creek Resort and Casino. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chad afternoons of Jalen and I. I'll join you at 5 on 5.05 from the United Center. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad.